What's up? I'm Kristen, and you're listening to the Wife Coach Podcast. This is marriage in the millennial age. This isn't the highlight reel you see on social media. This is going to be real talk about real stuff. So let's get started. What's up, guys? This is Feel Your Feelings Part So in the last episode, um, I got a little emotional, um, didn't know that was going to happen, but I guess I should have assumed given the topic. Um, but the way we ended it, um, I was just saying that, you know, kind of the importance of feeling your feelings and really just letting them out and letting them process and not hiding them or trying to, um, avoid experiencing them and all of that and the reasons why. And the more I thought about that, it made me um, think of the next topic that um, I'm calling Feel Your Feelings Part 2 because they're so much involved in your emotions and what they do for us and how they can help and hinder us. And um, I think this is going to be a common thread throughout our conversation on this podcast. And so um, today I want to ask, how many of you have ever been told that you're too emotional or that you're too sensitive or dramatic, right? Um, I have been told those things in my past and, um, I still get told that now. I'm not going to lie, but, (laughs) um, I don't feel the same way about it as I used to anymore. So if you've ever been called these things or labeled these things, um, It just means that you feel your feelings on a deep level um, and probably more deeply than whoever it is that is saying it. Because, for example, I don't think I've ever called anybody emotional or or too, too emotional or too sensitive or too dramatic or whatever because I understand that. Um, and it is because when you feel your feelings deeply, you just do there's, it's just the way you are and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so this has been made to be a negative characteristic forever, like forever. It's a stereotype in women. Um, you know, if men are seen as too sensitive or too emotional, it's negative and it's unfair and it's untrue. It's not a negative characteristic. If you're like me and you feel your feelings deeply, then you are special. (laughs) And I consider it special because it's a gift because it means not only do you experience the bad stuff really deeply, which can suck, but you also get to experience joy and happiness on a higher level than most people. It's almost like how kids get wicked excited about something. And it's like, you know, when you see that in an adult in a positive light, you're like, wow, they're, you know, they have very, they're childlike or they have a childlike, um, excitability or something to that effect. Um, but it's really just, it's a blessing to be able to feel, truly feel things very deeply. Um, it's how we connect with other people. And so, The reason that we've been dubbed emotional or reactionary is because we perhaps in the past have let our actions be driven by our emotion rather than by our thinking. Um, Because when you feel your feelings passionately, whether it's good or bad, they sort of have a tendency to take over 
And it's hard to think clearly or logically with your brain when your emotions are running high. I'm sure you've experienced this before. So I used to do this all the time and I would get so mad and defensive whenever Marcus, um, who's my husband, for those of you who don't know, um, would call me emotional. Um, it would hurt because I was just really passionate about whatever the thing was, good or bad, especially in an argument. And being called emotional to me was like hurtful because I knew it was coming from um, a perspective of it being a negative thing. Um, and so I would look back sometimes and be like, man, like, why did it have to escalate like that? Or, you know, why did it have to go where it went or too far, in my opinion, or whatever? And there was a host of reasons why um, it did that. But one of them was because I was letting my emotions drive my actions and I was reacting based on how I was feeling in the moment instead of how I maybe would have preferred to or chosen to had I been in a more mellow state. So let's take it deeper. Because I feel my feelings so much, like very big and deep, when I feel low emotions like grief or insecurity or doubt, it can feel so detrimental and heavy in my body. Like it's a real challenge to get out of that emotion. I really have to focus on what that emotion is and acknowledging that I, you know, that I feel it and whatever it is that's causing it and really do things to process and work through them so that I can feel better. Otherwise I'll just stay there. Um, and that's not fun for anybody. And the, the part that is tricky is learning how to step out of your emotion just enough to see and recognize what's happening and not let it drive your actions. That is the hardest part. So if you have ever listened to or follow Brooke Castillo, um, she is a um, the owner and creator of the Life Coach School. She has a podcast called the Life Coach School Podcast. <laughs> um, I highly recommend it. And she talks about something called the model, which is what she uses. And what it, the model is, is it says your circumstances create your thoughts. So you have a thought about whatever circumstance is happening. Um, and whatever you think about it creates the way that you feel. And however you feel drives your actions. Um, and then whatever actions you take create the results that you get. And so if you believe that, like it's just true, it is true. You know, if you really think about it, it is just true. So if you follow that model, then you can actually see that because everything is connected, if you change any one of those things, you can potentially change the other things. So if you're feeling very, very emotional, whatever your emotion is, you don't have to let it drive your action. The reason you would is because your thinking is not in control. Um, for example, like when I get upset, I might feel so much anger in my body that I'm just reacting. Like I'm not consciously going, okay, this isn't something to get that upset about, or let me not fly off the handle. Let me watch my words and all that stuff. It's very hard to do that. But if you can, then you can take a different action out of your thinking instead of out of your emotions. And so this is where 
Um, stereotypically and generally speaking, women get a bad rap about being emotional because we are sometimes naturally more sensitive, which means we feel things more deeply, which means it's easier for us to allow our emotions to run the show when they are very high or very low. Um, And that can create situations where, you know, people who aren't that way are uncomfortable or don't like it or don't know how to handle or um, deal with that. And frankly, that's not our problem unless we decide to make it our problem. And so what I want to say about that is if you are finding that you're being told that you are too emotional or too sensitive or you're having these conflicts with your husband all the time and you're not able to have a productive argument because your emotions just kind of take over, just know that there is nothing wrong with you and that you don't have to stop being emotional. You just have to get better at taking action out of your thinking and how you really want to um, whatever result you want to create as opposed to just running on the emotion and letting it take over. This is something that is very, very difficult and it's hard to kind of see when you are the one who's in that emotion, right? So, you know, having a coach is something that is so, so powerful because they can actually show you where you're doing that. And when we try to do it to our, for ourselves on our own, it's hard for us to know what's just a story as opposed to what's actually true and real. Um, and the reason why our emotions t- take over is because in the moment, however they're making us feel, the thoughts that they're making us have feel true and real to us. But sometimes it is just a story. It's just a story that we've created in our mind to justify the way that we're feeling. For example, um, let's see. Let me think about a good example. I totally lost my train of thought, you guys. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Oh, I remember. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm so sorry. (laughs) So let me tell you a quick story and then I will wrap this one up. When I was much younger, before I met my husband, I was dating someone that I thought was my forever guy. And because I feel my feelings very deeply, I I feel love for other people very deeply. And once I love you, it is extremely hard for me to ever stop. And actually, I might even say that even though I certainly can fall out of being in love with someone, I think it's safe to say that if I ever loved you, I will always have love for you because at one point I knew you on a very deep level and, you know, unless you like completely crushed my soul, (laughs) um, you know, which has never happened, then I will always care about you as a person. And so this goes for not just like in the romantic sense, but I'm like that with my friends too. Anybody who has ever been a close friend to me will always be no matter how it ended, no matter how, whether we talk now or not or whatever, like I just always, it'll, I always will have that connection. And anyway, that's not the point of the story. The point is I was deeply in love, but I was also deeply hurt by this person. And every time I got hurt, 
instead of standing up for myself and asserting my worth and being strong and saying what I would and wouldn't put up with, I just stayed hurt. And I acted out of hurt because that hurt felt so deep and so big. It was like a rock that I would never be able to get out from under. And I couldn't imagine any other way. And I knew that because I loved this person, I wanted them in my life. And so I kind of imagined myself like a wounded puppy who just sort of looks up with sadness and confusion as if to ask, why are you hurting me when I love you? And because that emotion was so deep, that hurt feeling was so deep, it drove my actions, which were just to stay around and settle for what it was and be hurt. If at that time I had been strong enough or wise enough to know what I know now, I could have chosen to take my hurt and acknowledge and recognize it and then gently put it to the side, knowing that I was in control, not her. I could have made different choices. I could have said different things and things would have gone differently. When we're running on high emotions, we react. We tend to push our emotions on the other person. We may not directly be thinking, I want them to feel as bad as I do, but we do do that. If we look back to times when we said hurtful things that we didn't mean, it was almost always because we felt hurt and so we wanted them to understand how we felt, so we tried to hurt them too. My coach Stacy always says, your emotions are welcome to come along for the ride, just like your kid, but they just can't drive the car. All right, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and share. Let me know what you think, and I will talk to you all next time. Adios. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. Before you go, did you know that I am on a mission to create the highest successful marriage rate any generation has ever seen? Wouldn't that be incredible? You have to come join me in the exclusive Wife Coach Podcast Facebook group. There is power in group discussion, so I'm creating a judgment-free zone for wives to come in and get answers. Come with your roadblocks and let's work them out. We are stronger together. I'll even be open and share my secrets to keeping things hot and happy in my marriage. You don't want to miss that. It could open you up to the amazing and gratifying marriage you always wanted. All right, click the link in the show notes or go to Facebook right now and search The Wife Coach Podcast Lounge and I will see you inside. Yeah.